0: The podcast. You can't handle the podcast. Welcome to Real Bad Takes, where the mic is always plugged in. Uh, gosh, Peter. that
1: was so loud. I'm sorry, oh yeah, that
2: was
0: gosh. loud. Uh, I'm Peter. With me, as always, is Andrew and Dave. This is Dave. This is Andrew. And uh, welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is episode four of our podcast, A New Hope, a new podcast. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that and uh, we're going to be going through today. We have got a fun episode for everyone. Our uh, our idea of what we're doing today is we're doing. Something called a soapbox episode, where basically, uh, Dave, Andrew, and I have a series of opinions on movies that are... Bad takes. I wouldn't necessarily say they're bad. but um, They
2: they might not be takes, because they're very specific. I feel like a take is more of a generic, like...
0: Yeah. We got some opinions, uh, and uh, they might, or we would consider them to be generally outside the mainstream. And we're going to get on our soapbox and get up and defend them.
2: Either they're against the main stream or they're just something we're really, really passionate about. Yes. That's kind of like not super normal. Yeah,
0: we're 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 gonna defend some things. We're gonna basically get up on our soapbox and explain why we think, you know, a certain yep. way about a movie or a franchise or uh, entire studios or entire genre of movies or actors as well. There are gonna be some there's gonna be some slander thrown around at times, definitely. Uh, Hopefully we about. can compose ourselves with these yeah. takes. Yeah, I don't know about that. Get... I've seen I've seen some of yours, and gosh, all right, you know. Fair. Yeah, luckily you're sitting far away from me. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna start and each kind of go around and take some time and explain where we're coming from, and then uh, everyone else is gonna respond to that one. And uh, we're going to see kind of how this goes. So, uh, Andrew, why don't you share with us your first soapbox. This is a
2: terrible Yeah, this is starting starting from real bad. This is going to rattle some cages. I think that... Nicholas Cages. Nice. I think
1: that... (laughs) The take is not about Nicholas
2: Cages. It's not. It's not. not. Uh, I think that Leonardo DiCaprio is, uh, is overrated. And so, the reason I think this... Um, is because, first of all, I think he's a very talented actor, first off. Let me just say that. I think it's really cool to watch him, like, snap in and snap out of character. Uh, Like, behind-the-scenes shots are always super interesting to see how he does what he does. And I know he very much so loves his craft. Uh, It's always very, very cool to see. But I think, um, at least in conversations I've heard, whether by, you know, critics of the industry or just in general, people treat us as a... People people... who know more about movies than us. Sure, sure, yes. Mm -hmm. Sure. I get, you know, minute details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. kind of treat it as a foregone conclusion that Leonardo DiCaprio is the best in the business of that age of actors. And yeah. I just like, I think that's there should be more of a question mark there than a, than a sentence. Okay. Um, I don't think it's Leonardo DiCaprio is the best actor of our time. Okay. I think there's definitely more of an ar- argument to be made. And I think that um, he's definitely uh, overrated. So who's, who would you say is
1: the best actor of our time? If yeah,
2: I will Ken. get into that actually with my last one. Okay. Here. Um, okay. And again, no spoilers. Again. This, yeah, this does kind of um, come from obviously my own uh, movie watching. I definitely don't have a wide enough array of of movies and famous actors to speak on every single actor, but just from what I've seen, this is how uh, how I feel. So yeah. I mean, Leo's just amazing.
1: Yeah. No, he is. I I don't know who else is as good as he no. is. Like, you can give the argument of like Joaquin but they're just... They do very different movies. They're just very different actors. So, Um, yeah, I think... And Joaquin Joaquin
0: does not have the, like... Like, Joaquin does not have anywhere close to the resume that Leo has. Where Leo's been doing this and, like, been been competing... Like, been acting at top tier with other top tier actors of previous generations and held his own. Not
1: something that I think Joaquin can can claim. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Leo's just... From the beginning, he, I think, uh, what was it, Greg, the Gilbert movie? What well, was he? The, Gilbert, great. Yeah, that, that's like his fourth movie, isn't it? Yeah, and so, he was absolutely
2: amazing. No, no, yeah, I think that's what's really cool. And I think people he gets more recognition, as he should, when he does stuff with, like, more independent studios or, like, more independent directors. Like, I think he got a lot of recognition for The Revenant. Whether or not that was a consolation Oscar um, is not what this podcast is about. But I think it's just kind of interesting to see that he gets more recognition for those kind of slightly outside the mainstream directors or slightly outside the mainstream movies or whatever. And so I think that that's good to recognize that and to encourage that because if he gets, to, if he gets into a rut of um, taking jobs with the same people, um, then it just starts to look like he's maybe only good or mainly a good actor because of them. And that's something that I think he might have fallen a little bit of victim to um, the past few years.
1: But, like, I want him in Scorsese.
2: Yeah. No, for sure. I like he is. He's is. gonna be.
1: In I'm excited for those
2: I want I him. like Shutter Island* a lot. Yeah, I want movie. him. He's also
0: freaking awesome in *The Departed*. *The Departed* yeah. yeah. It's a freaking great yeah. movie. Yeah.
1: yeah, I want him in Nolan movies. I want him in any. But I mean, you don't like Nolan. I don't. I yes. But he, we're gonna get into that. He is. But he makes in the Inception. movie. Yeah, he makes the movies he's better. Inception. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. I want him in Tarantino movies. Yeah. Anywhere that he can show his face in. He makes the movie.
0: One money. would say that he is like he and Cruz are like really like the last two movie stars. Or especially like Leo himself, where it's like, you, you know, Cruz at least like relies a lot on franchise. Yep. Any any Leo movie you're gonna go see and it's gonna make a ton of money. He's you, the franchise. He is the franchise. He's the last guy you can really say that about. So I can't understand how I can't even fathom how you could call him under overrated when he's literally the last
2: of a generation of movie stars like that. But you're on your soapbox. That's and, fair. Uh, That's fair. Yeah. I see what you're saying. And again, I'm not sure exactly why I have this take. Um, I know that... It's a soapbox, so... I, I view... Make sense. I view um, the kind of acting... Uh, of method acting as different from kind of Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, master of the craft, like, studies up for a role. But it's a different way. You know, like, you can see them snap in and snap out of a character. It's not the same thing. And I view those as different kind of uh, talents. And so, for whatever reason, I just... I respect Method Actors a little bit more. Okay. Uh, I don't know why that is, but um, DiCaprio is great at what he does. Great. Uh, but I think some people just think he's, it's a foregone conclusion that he is it. Yeah. And I don't know if that's um, a decided conversation. But great. That's well, that first takes one.
1: sucked. Dave, do you have a better one? Um, I don't know if it's going to be better. It's definitely not. It um, not. I'm looking at it. It's not. So, I, I do think that Matt Reeves' Batman, the Batman that came out in 2022, Yes. is better than... The Dark Knight. Yeah, boo. This, this is the wrong take. Um, it, it, I mean, it's totally my preference because of how uh, Matt Reeves portrayed Batman sure. and portrayed Gotham. Okay. I think that's the one thing that Nolan didn't really do until Dark Knight Rises. Um, I, will, I would strongly disagree. Of well portraying Gotham?
2: Yeah, I think the corruption of the Dark Knight and you see the whole justice system kind of collapsing on itself. I think that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. To yeah,
1: but Gotham is... Clean and not that qu-
0: as they're literally putting, in the, they're literally putting like, the scarecrow stuff in the friggin' like in the first movie. They're doing no, this.
1: I'm not, yeah, yeah, but it like you see the opening shots and of the Batman, and yeah. it's like wow, this mm-hmm. is Gotham. I did, and I did when, enjoy... you, when you see the Dark Knight, you see oh wow, this is Chicago, or oh wow, this is New York.
2: It's that is what Gotham was based off of, so I mean,
1: sure, but like yeah. just like how I like Tim Burns' uh, Batman. A lot with uh, Michael course, Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah, that's a good one. It's a Gotham is a character in both of these movies, Um and I think it's something that Christopher Nolan just doesn't so, really do. So this is a
0: so uh, yeah, interesting enough. uh The movie is called The Batman, not The Gotham. So I appreciate it. you.
1: Well, saying, I'm I'm, I'm going to continue
2: the Gotham in the Batman. Yeah, that's weird. It's a city. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's character. Yeah, It's so it. gosh. Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. okay it's it's deep movie snob takes. 12. Wow. It's just out. Yeah. You know how I be. Mean. Yeah. Um,
2: is the rain also a character? Wow. The rain is, is a, the Batmobile
1: a character. The rain is a character. Wow. It, it portrays the 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 stop deep it, stop. sadness. Stop. Of, don't even the Gotham stop. people.
2: Okay, you um, asked real quick though before we talk about the superhero aspect, which I think is very important in the Batman mm-hmm. and just the Batman movies as a whole. Mm-hmm. I do think I have my own critiques of the Batman. Uh, in terms of as a movie, not even as a portrayal of Gotham as a character or Batman himself, but even as yeah. as a pacing movie, like the pacing of it felt really weird to me. The sure. fact that um, you know Catwoman was there and she kind of had this whole subplot dedicated to her that was kind of like was inserted into the movie. I felt like the chemistry was not fantastic. I I very much disagree with that. My my life. I disagree with the
0: chemistry. Their chemistry was way better than yeah. I thought.
2: Yeah. yeah. My, my last part is that I think the third leg of the movie is just so aggressively not a Riddler thing to do. And like, yeah, it's a very much a Joker thing to do. It's even a Bane thing to do. It's even it's several other bad guys. It's like much more their style. What What is a Riddler thing to do? No, uh, well, the whole first part of the movie, when he, like, leads him along this journey of discovery about yeah. how corrupt that... I thought that was really, really good. Like, yep. mm-hmm. in that scene where he's standing in the middle of all his whole project that he's put together, and he's watching, you know, old films of his parents and realizing that, like, the corruption runs so deep yeah. that even the Wayne family was not above it all. I think that was really good. Yep. And I the movie had me right then. Yep. And then it felt kind of just the, I don't know, the tonal shifts of, like, the Catwoman part coming in and discovering her dad was, you know, the mobsters and stuff like that mm-hmm. felt a little bit... Choppy. The God, and then, there's some godfather references out there true, that are really true. Cool. Yeah. But it just felt choppy, and then they discover this guy's Discord server. And then <laughs> they discover that's basically what yeah, it was. It's, it's basically a Twitch stream. Uh, yeah, it's very much a Twitch stream. And then and then they discover that he has this whole bomb plan. And so to me, it's like yeah. you know, you see I would I would see that from anybody portraying the Joker. I would see that from anybody portraying um I don't know. Really a lot of other bad guys would do that in Gotham City, but not the Riddler. He's so psychological. He views him and Batman as, like, two sides of the same coin, talking about, you know, them helping each other out. Uh, I thought that was really good. And even their confrontation is really cool. But it just felt so, like, detached from what I felt like the rest of the movie was trying to put together. And that's my that's my main critique with the Batman. Okay. Um, I mean, those are fair critiques.
1: Um, also, it's three hours long. I just want to throw that out. I Also, oh, also I, I think I'm more, with the three hours long bit thing, I think I'm more... I'm happier that it's three hours long yeah because it's just setting up so much of the world of Gotham and I think it does pretty well mm. by bringing out the penguin uh, I know it does kill Falcone but bringing out Falcone and the whole underworld there yeah I think it does a very good job and I think I think like maybe you could have cut 20 minutes out
2: but I think the
1: three hours was
2: very worthwhile. Personal, you're also stacking up against the Dark Knight. So even if the so Batman, so yeah. so this is where there
0: was no no school bus robbery scene in the Batman. So good, which is like so like there's good. no scene like that where I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to watch this 50 times.
1: There's no you wouldn't scene want to see see the uh, when he, um, interrogates uh, Riddler. 50 times? I've watched that several times. Yeah, I, is, but that's, like, not, they're like... They're both just amazing in that No, scene. but that's different. You know, that's, scene? like,
0: this is good acting, not, like... This, Bruce. Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that's that's fine, but, like, that's not,
1: like... That's not just, like, that's not, like, awesome. Also, like the ending scene like where he just... Where Batman
2: just beats up all the goons. And that's... That's an awesome yeah. scene. Going back to what I was saying, they artificially created that crisis so Batman had goons to beat up is what it felt like because they didn't introduce anything about the last bit of the movie until five minutes before it happened. But, like, you, like you're like you not going to... The movie is a mystery movie,
1: right? Yeah. It's not going to show yes. you everything until the very end. No, I understand. It's it's a detective movie. Yeah. It's not the classical, yeah. sure. here is the plot of the bad guys, sure. here is the plot of the good guys. You're following Batman, which is another thing why I think it, the Batman does better than Dark Knight is portraying Batman.
2: Um, well, everyone, it, doesn't, it doesn't do a good job of... Sorry, Bruce so
1: I actually have I actually thought about that. I think it's better in a way because this is year one or year two Batman. He's very early yeah. in his ropes, yeah. um, and we all even even in the dark still earning uh, his wings, if you might say. Ooh, yeah. Cringe, um, <laughs> um, and even the three uh, the trilogy that Christopher Nolan makes even mm-hmm. kind of points at this, where his mask that he wears isn't the Batman, but it's Bruce Wayne.
2: But we get to see that proven by him being... Exactly.
1: But this is... But this, I think, it's going more in-depth to how Batman really is. He's not used to portraying the Playboy yet. He's not used to it yet, because he's been secluded all his life, and now he wants to fight crime.
2: Are you Um, reading that in, or did you read that somewhere? Because if you're reading that in, I feel like that's a lot of credit to give Matt Reeves. That's all I'm saying.
1: I don't think it's a lot of credit to uh, give Matt Reeves. Also, that That's kind of the whole thing that kind of, I mean, that's what I got. Because, like, even when he tries to escape the police, he doesn't do a great job. He gets hurt. He's not perfect. This is is very early on in his career. He doesn't know
2: how everything works. I did enjoy seeing the techie side of that.
1: And... That yes. was
2: cool yeah, it's very grounded.
0: Yeah, the Dark Knight they kind of yada yada over that. Oh, I was gonna they, say they, or, they, they, they offshoot they, that to. Loop, they show loop, it, but then it. they're like, yeah.
2: "Oh, it's because of the research of the company." Yeah, obviously,
0: which is like kind of like I admit that's kind of like a, a weak part of it. But the, no,
2: watching course, him like, watching him like go back in the contact lenses and like seeing all mm-hmm. like, playing back the footage for himself yeah. was really really cool. Yeah. A lot more realistic tech, as yeah.
1: Well, yes, obviously I, with, like you know, being so later. Yeah, one main criticism with Bruce Wayne and or Batman is his interactions with. Alfred.
2: What an Um, awesome Alfred.
1: Fair, but also like when Alfred gets hurt, he shows very minimal care and like what, like where I need to solve this. And uh, yes, I that is a criticism that I do have, and I think it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. But also, he's a very like then I will give my excuse. Right
0: now, when you brought that up, that Alfred was in the movie, I was like, who plays? I thought it was Jeremy Irons. Andy 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 surgery? Yeah,
2: he does a great job for all four minutes of his free time. it's phenomenal. Honestly, yeah, some of the best four minutes of the movie. Yep. But I just, I don't, I don't get. I don't. Yeah, of the three hour movie, the four minutes. Right, right, yeah. Right, I don't get how you're supposed to, like, feel deeply for him getting blown up if we've only seen him talk to Bruce like Yes. Yeah
1: yeah, 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 So I, I do, yeah. like, that part is one of the down parts of the movie. Yeah. I do agree. um I, Also, this is not a perfect movie. I'm not saying it's perfect. I don't think The Dark Knight is a perfect movie either. It's a heck of a lot closer. It's, it a well, movie. it's called The Dark Knight, but it's about the Joker. Great. So, well, okay, that's a different soapbox. No, it's not a different soapbox because it applies to why yeah, I, I like the Batman bad. better. But, but we're talking about we're talking about
0: what's a better Batman movie. You're saying is a better movie. The Joker, like the Joker in in the Dark Knight, like Heath Ledger is like a top tier movie villain of all time. Paul Dano's Riddler is great, but it's nowhere close.
1: No, it isn't. And, and also, I want to say, but also, I would say Robert Pattinson as the Batman is very good. He's he does a great he's job. A, yeah, he does he's an good. amazing. Job. I don't think he.
0: I don't think he. Kim plus Dano does not equal Heath Ledger. I think Heath Ledger no. is still way better than both of those performances. I, I want to say
2: lie. too about your mask comment, I agree and the Dark Knights show it well because I think we get to see a dichotomy in each of those movies like he, I understand that, like it picks up later in his story I guess um, but I think like from the get go you get to see that dichotomy of him as Batman versus him as Bruce Wayne and like it, it's just I think it kind of bit off more than it can chew in some areas and I'm worried for the next one.
1: Well, we can uh, agree to uh, disagree. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's
2: going to be a theme for this. On, one. The, yeah. on the Peter Soapbox. All right,
0: this is uh, this is one that if you have known me for any amount of time, and this movie's come up, I absolutely I've got some hate things. this take. Uh, so, uh, the film *La La Land*, uh, which is a movie uh, directed by Damien Chazelle, uh, it's a really great movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I love jazz music, and so this movie it's r- really got me in all. Of the feels. It's obviously Ryan Gosling is an inc- incredible. Emma Stone is, you know, very charming. You you love their relationship. The music is great. And the ending. The ending of the it movie is so poetic. Is it's so awful. It <laughs> is a dumpster fire of an ending to a great movie. And my soapbox, I'm gonna get on my soapbox and say Definitely. we're gonna be here for like 20
2: minutes but this ending ruins the movie so real quick if, yeah if the ending wasn't there yes between la, la land and whiplash what would you say is better i would probably i would give la, la land the edge to Whiplash. Okay. if the right. ending was better if the yeah. ending was happy and so i'm i'm 50 50 on you guys because dave is very passionate about the poeticism and i yeah. see that mm-hmm. but you're very much like it ruins the entire movie yeah. and it, I, I feel pretty half and half on that it, it
1: also is very much a the movie kind of foreshadows throughout the whole thing.
2: Yes. And I think we don't, we don't hear enough of that in the first bit of the movie um, about like the ambition versus um, attraction, like, you know, relationships and stuff like
1: that. Well, like her going to a party and all that stuff is like, is filled with her meeting the person, maybe meeting like a person from the industry. Also, he's very passionate from the beginning. Yes. He
0: he He loves He loves jazz. He does love jazz.
1: As do I. I don't love jazz as much
0: he does, but he really likes he really likes music. So, what about the ending? I think it's just really frustrating because I think we were the the two plus hours that we or however long the movie is, we spent a long time getting invested in their relationship and kind of seeing how they both kind of grow together and kind of see the importance of each other. Where they're like both very at the beginning of the movie, they're both very self centered, independent people. And as they get to know each other, as they fall in love, as they spend time together, we kind of get caught up in this kind of storybook kind of around Los Angeles, where the, you know they're dancing in the planetarium. That it's right. yeah, no, it's, it's a, a really gorgeously bold, shot and directed scene, and it's you, you get caught up in all of this this romance, and you see the both you see the the conflict of them both um, kind of figuring out what they want, and you know pursuing each one of their dreams individually, and kind of the the. Like the tension of like the classic tension that's there in a lot of other similar romantic movies, where the, the tension between do I go with my dream or do I go with the person? And I think it's really frustrating that the movie then ends with uh, Emma Stone's character being an actress with a, with a son and with mm-hmm. with another I think another actor or someone I don't remember. Yeah, it's very right. vague because it's literally five minutes. Yeah. It doesn't
2: really explain who they're with at the end. It, that's, that, it's not that's not the important
0: part. The, yeah, the point the is... The important sh- part is that they're not together. Right. Which, and they're not... And they could have been. They could have been, yes. If and she'd gone to someone, someone yes. could have gone
2: with yes. them.
0: But it, but it is incredibly frustrating, I think, because there's so much time and emotion invested in this relationship. And then to have, be like, actually, yeah, this meant nothing the entire time. They were never going to do this.
1: And... and it means something also like with the whole relationship not working out and you're very invested in it isn't that most relationships
0: yeah not not any i personally have not been in any relationship that fell apart after dancing in a planetarium and it's like part of it is like it's supposed to be like you're supposed to suspend disbelief where it's like there's no way there like there's no way people are dancing in traffic in LA like a lot of it it's a musical yeah it's, it's supposed, a musical it's supposed to be kind of this this dream state, it's supposed, to, like, it's supposed to not be realistic at all. And they only choose to be realistic at the exact ending of the movie, when the entire point of the movie is for it not to be truly realistic. And then at the end that they say, oh, this is realistic now, just to piss everybody off and say, yeah, this relationship that you care about. Piss now it you nothing. off. I do. Piss me off and a lot of other
2: people. What I do you. think is interesting is the part <coughs> where they're talking about what they go where they go from here. So yes. they have broken up. He drove back to yes. tell her about the callback, takes her to the interview, she nails it. Yes. great, great scene. scene that is great great scene. Great scene. Again, a great scene again it's a
1: great movie except for the
0: ending yeah. they go to
1: the park and they are like Man. it didn't win I'm talking about her that scene
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah she, she, she won yeah. best actress she did win best actress yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. it, mm-hmm. it um, also did des-
2: deserve to win best picture but wow. it didn't that was pretty tough Ugh. Um, but basically like when they go back and they're talking about where do we go from here and I think what I missed the first time was he feels so bad about missing her play that he doesn't feel like he can ever make it up to her. And it's just like, you're so much better at this than I have been at achieving my dream because he fell into the whole fame thing. Yeah. That he's like, you need to go do this and I'm just holding you back. And I think I missed that the first time around. And it's kind of like, it's really interesting to see his kind of, it's not self-loathing, but it's really just like, it's a dose of of realism. Like if we're both going to pursue this, she's better than I am at it. And what really happened was he just ended up Taking the fall for it and splitting, and then it goes back to see what could have happened, where he makes the same realization yeah. of she's better at her dreams than I am at mine, yeah. And just hitches his wagon to hers, and they live what looks like an amazing life together. Yeah, it's also him realizing
1: that she's more important to him than his career. Yeah, which I, is I I like a the the time around.
2: I don't know. I still, it
0: still just bothers me. They're, I, I see both, that, but both characters aren't happy at the end of this beautiful kind of movie where you like it's it is a fantasy where you're like, it is the idealized version of LA. It's like, and, he d-
1: and he has a fantasy at the end.
0: I know, but it's just really frustrating that that I movie, yeah, yeah, where like, I didn't need it to be like a cheese ball, you know, kind of, you know, bland rom-com ending. Yeah. Like, I think there was a way to do it that was really compelling. And I think that they just kind of, he, he chose to kind of have the, the bad taste in your mouth ending in order f- to, you know, I don't know, chase clout or kind of, I think he, the, he wrote the ending to the movie before the full movie itself. Where I feel like those characters were not were not in that place that they that, that they could have been. But, I don't think it was true to characters. But I, like, if it, I think he, I think he goes to Paris. If it, if that's it, my, that's my biggest it, problem. I think he goes to Paris.
2: Oh, if it ended, I'll go to Paris. Of yeah, of oh, course you go to Paris. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though it is France, but I mean, it's Paris. But, but like, we're if are not. Emma Stone was like,
1: go to Paris. I think oh, you to Paris. You're going to <laughs> Paris. i think we'll all go to Paris. Yeah. Um. With that ending. Um you wanting a happy ending. I do I, want a happy ending. Like I always want a happy ending. I think if it was happy, it doesn't the, the the theme, the lesson per se. Yeah. It doesn't hit. What hit? Like the lesson of like lesson, love is better than ambition. It doesn't evoke it, as much thought if hit. you get the payoff. Yeah. I
0: think. Or maybe maybe if you could have flipped the ending where it's like he he's like with her and, and he's sad. Fantasy. And he's... But his his fantasy where he, f- like, follows it and he thinks he's great and it's actually really sad and then he goes... And then you find out that he actually did do that that he went to Paris and he's just, like, goofing off at some jazz club with some friends and he's like, look at the life I have. It's so much better. You could tell the same message with a happy ending and it would actually be more true for you. It's not here. as... If, I don't think it's it not as, as
1: well. Yeah, it doesn't stick as well. Because, yeah, it's
2: still bothering you to this day. It's still bothering you. So, yeah. to that point, it's still stuck with you. It's, still, it's bad. it's well, See, I I see the merit of the ending. First time I saw it, same reaction, hated it. Okay. I I hate it a good bit less now. Okay. Um, but again, it's just so the ending. I think it's a perfect ending. I think if anybody else but Ryan Gosling was that guy, it'd be a lot better. I That their chemistry's okay, but I this scene is less than okay. His voice is a little weird. I don't
1: know if that's just actually it's, it's not his okay. Voice. So uh, his uh, this is his this voice in is, Crazy Stupid Love is, this, is different.
2: Not in his voice. He's
0: real nice. a little bit more
1: husky. But
0: yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So. Don't talk to me about Ryan Gosling in this movie. He's freaking awesome. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm just I, just... I love this movie. It's, it's a good movie. So, what would
1: you give this movie out of five?
0: If there was a happy ending, it would be a five-star movie. Uh,
1: this I, is not, like, what you think this movie is. Like, how good it is. It's, like, how much you liked it. That's the five-star rating.
0: I would It would... it first... I would rewatch it would be a classic rewatchable movie for me just, yep. it, it would be hard for me to rewatch it again because now I know it ends. it would be hard for me to get it so what would it be after. out of five uh it would probably be like a three and a half four star oh four even right now even right now like okay. a three and a half star
2: movie yeah, so if yeah. the ending only takes off a star
0: I mean that's a little hefty that goes from like top tier yeah, that no, yeah that's, that's it. pretty that's good. pretty
1: good that's pretty yeah, like if you if you put it to ten, it's like seven. The last, eight, it's, the last eight minutes,
2: the last eight minutes take it from a ten to an eight. That's kind of yeah, that's yeah, like that's, a, that's pretty steep. Or like Whiplash right now is a four and a half star movie
0: for me. Whiplash is so good, which is so good. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, they're, they're both four five. and a half star movies for me. No, La, La, La Land ekes it for me. Lala La Land would be a five, and it bumps it down to a three and a half or a four. So yeah, Lala La well, La was four and a yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Alrighty,
2: uh, Andrew, All righty, Andrew. Yes, right. with uh, soapbox number two. Soapbox number two is a little bit more commonly held. But okay. I feel more passionately about this. Is probably my most passionate take, if not my second one on this list. Um, so it's definitely
0: not true. You, I've heard more passionate takes than this one, but this is true. Okay, I've so, heard you have yeah yeah. So this is um, going to be a showdown between Andrew and Dave. Yeah, so no, it's really, not. Well, no, because you don't. You haven't seen this. I have not seen this movie, so that's so why I'm going to step aside and let you two talk. So about
2: it. we'll we'll be civil.
0: Uh, in, definitely not. You were not civil in 1968. Yeah.
1: I was. I actually watched this movie yesterday. We uh, watched this movie yesterday. And he decided to come in halfway through it. It was not halfway. Um, it was less than halfway. Sure. And he decides to try to ruin this movie for me by yeah. just talking about how much it sucks. Yeah. Um, throughout the whole thing, and yet I still really, really. So the like this movie is two thousand one is Space Odyssey. Yeah. Um, so Dave
2: yeah. knows he needs to like it. I think is why he does. That not is the slander. It's a Kubrick film. So yeah. Right. I so, love Kubrick. No, I also really like Kubrick. I like Clockwork Orange. I really like The Shining. And uh, I didn't love Doctor Strange Love, but like I see the merit. That's yeah. I came home one. from work and they were like
0: yelling at each other, and I was wondering, if this is what like this is what it was like if your like parents are getting divorced, but like you come Whoa. home. That's a little extreme. Whoa. You guys were outright like you guys were yelling at each other about this movie. That's fair. So we yeah. were both, both
1: very passionate. You both very. I also, was kind of annoyed that he just ruined the whole movie for yeah. me. Yeah, while yeah, that was, while I was definitely. Watching. Watching, obviously but obviously, didn't ruin it because you love it so much. No,
2: like ruined it as in like he was trying. To ruin he was my movie watching, to it. ruining it. Yeah, he sure. definitely ruined the experience. Sure. So the reason reasons i don't like this movie at all Mm -hmm. is because so first of all it's the pioneer of a genre it's you see so many callbacks to it in like sci-fi movies like even the modeling in star wars there's the whole ai takes over and gone bad in a lot of other sci-fi movies um and that's really cool i do like that i do like what it does for the genre i do like the the shots and cinematography is really really interesting especially for 1968 all the modeling all the shots of them walking through like the zero gravity parts of the ship like, it's really, the really pen. neat. Yeah. The pen. Yeah, super cool. Um, what I don't like about it is, um, so I was trying to gather my thoughts about it, and I was thinking, in a lot of movies that try to make a statement about just any kind of theme or any kind of yeah. motif, they will give you kind of 80, 90% of what they want you to know, and then make you make that small jump to get to the theme, right? Yeah. So with this movie, they take you about 40 to 60% of the way there. And then they make you um, – I don't want to spoil it, but they make you – It came out in 1968. I think you can spoil it. For anyone you, uh, watching – My mom also
1: came out in 1960. Oh, wait. We actually also accidentally spoiled the Batman, I guess. Yeah, we So, totally sorry, viewers. Batman. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, listeners. Listeners. You're so, in, a loser, though, if you haven't watched the Batman. All 39
2: yet. of you. Thank you. In, in 2001, um, there's – Spoiler alert. Yeah, so Spaceship – Spaceship system is, like, super, super smart. But i over. closing my ears for this since I haven't seen it. Okay, so it takes over, um, and the mission is to go find another life in the galaxy, and the other life is, uh, they've found is this, um, big monolith, this big kind of stone. So they know that there is life. Because um, of and, the
1: they, monolith. They, and they know that there's another signal near Jupiter where there is another monolith.
2: Yeah. So long story short, they go to the signal on Jupiter, um and the the guy has survived the ai going wrong going bad and he killing gets everyone on the ship gets to everyone on the ship and he gets to the monolith goes into the monolith and uh things get kind of hairy so he shows up in the future maybe and he's in this kind of little room apartment style thing with two different older versions of himself and then At one point, the the oldest man dies on the bed and is replaced by a baby. And then we immediately see see the baby floating by Earth. And that's how the movie ends. And it makes me irate. Because you have to guess at 60% of what the movie is trying to tell you. And I just don't like that. And I think that for all the good it does for the genre, for all the good Kubrick does for filmmaking, that does not... That does not rectify how dumb the ending is to this movie. Mm. Um,
1: I'm just gonna say, I do think that is a very valid criticism. Mm. Um, after uh, calming down from yeah. uh, watching the movie and arguing,
2: that's uh, fair. We did um,
1: I I do see the point, um, and I think it's just preference at this point. Yeah. Of I really like that. There's multiple interpretations of how you see this. You can see this, and it can be a very um, optimistic view of humanity, yeah. or it's a very pessimistic view of humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Kubrick himself, he, like, most of his movies he makes is very plot-driven. It's like, there's a beginning, there's an ending. Yeah. Maybe what they're saying in between is a little confusing, like it's shining, yeah. and whatever. And this movie, he very much um, purposely made it so that it is very ambiguous um, in, after, like, a third. Well, good for him, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did it. Um and he did it Maybe well accomplished. And I think that I like I think I enjoy themes more. Um not more than plot per se, but it I really do enjoy like thinking about movies and like continually just thinking no, about a movie no, and what it that. means. I get that. Um and and this movie does have a plot. It, it, it does. the does. the plot is very clear. It's the last twenty minutes of enlightenment or whatever you call it um that's confusing so yeah um, so
2: what i like so about-
1: if you th- like you could even think of it as like a straightforward plot he the aliens are looking at them since for yeah, all of time sure. and then he reaches enlightenment reaching I, the signal i
2: understand how you can take all of that my what i like about most interpret movies is like in a way inception is kind of an open-ended movie because the top doesn't fall over You don't really know. But but
1: that's guessing what the ending is. Right. It's not not guessing what
2: Kubrick is trying to tell us. No, because, okay, so there's a take on whether or not no one is saying that, like, Cobb achieved his dream by getting back to his family. So it's like, there's that whole thing. There's, There's much less to guess at, which is kind of what I like, because everyone goes in with the same information because they saw the whole movie. But with this movie, you have to guess it literally so much to make a cohesive theme. And I just don't enjoy that. Also, this movie has very minimal dialogue. Um, uh, I forgot
1: what the minute is, but this is a two and a half hour movie. And it's like, the dial- there's like less than an hour of dialogue, like mm. way less than that. Um, Kubrick is trying to show, show you the movie. It's a moving picture. He's trying to show you what's going on. And if, um, and if dialogue is a huge thing for you, then like, it's a preference. And it, I, it I told- how movies progress. sure. Um, it also progresses by showing you what's going on. That does how movies um, work, yes. Um, so well, it's usually it's
0: a both. It's usually it's usually people
1: talking usually both. as yeah. But yeah. It's, if it's like just if it's just people talking and not like
2: anything happening on the screen. Hey, women talking is coming out pretty soon. That's not very common. I'm very
1: well. It, one, it also it already came out, and I'm seeing it tomorrow. I'm oh, really excited I it for now. Okay.
2: Um.
1: Anyways, that's a sidetrack. Um. I I I get the criticism. I see your point. I really like this movie. Well, you guys, I will say,
0: as someone who's not seen this movie, you've done a very good job at convincing me that I will not see this movie.
1: Good. Yeah.
2: All right. That's fine. Dave, Dave, over to
0: you. Dave, over to you. Oh, it's my turn again. It
2: is your turn again. All right. Um, Oh, gosh. (sighs) Wait, what is this? This tape. um, Okay.
1: So Studio Ghibli is better than Pixar
2: as a whole. Which can you explain what Studio Ghibli is?
1: Studio Ghibli is a Japanese animation uh, film studio. Okay. Um, it's usually name some p- of the titles. Ponyo, mm-hmm. my friend, uh, my neighbor, Totoro, uh, House Moving Castle, Castle, okay. yep. Spirited Away, Spirited, Spirited Away, um,
2: Wind um, Rises. Yeah, there's new that one weep. made me weep. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: uh, Graveyard of the Fireflies. I've seen that one. Oh, that's made me weep. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's a new movie coming out uh, either this year or next year. It's coming this year in Japan. Which um, it's how do you live or something like yeah. that. Um, anyways, the main reason why I like this movie is kind of tied into another uh, take I have. Or the studio. You mean studio, not studio. Movie. Sorry, yeah, studio. Um, is with another kind of soapbox. I'm just going to put them together. That's fine. Sure. Okay. I think um, is like is the whole idea of like animation is not a genre but a medium mm-hmm. um and i feel like the u.s in particular um has always thought as animation as kids kids movies mm-hmm. and that's very that's been shown in mainly disney and, oh yeah i was gonna say more and, likely
2: than that is because of walt disney yeah, yeah it's because of disney and Nickelodeon dreamers kind of all followed though mm-hmm. so, yeah. like because you go like, to looney tunes and those were like those some were those were political commentaries yeah. some of those were like were not- war propaganda yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which yeah, by the very case. serious things in the lens of in the lens of a much you know yeah kind of lower brow yeah. Of humor
1: yeah and so like and Pixar does like does make great movies. I'm not saying that Pixar sucks. My fifth favorite uh, movie is Ratatouille. Yeah, there's a disturbing um, lack of
2: studio Ghibli in your well top on five. my honorable mentions He's there okay. Is,
1: Ponyo, I it's absolutely true. love but Ponyo. Higher yeah. up on um, the list
2: Red Ratatouille.
1: Yeah, and I think, and I, that's why I say it as a whole, I think uh, Studio Ghibli has figured out before Pixar, um, and sometimes Pixar still struggles in, um, is that animation is not only for kids but can say very adult things. Yeah. Um, and Studio Ghibli is very, very like heart-wrenching, like serious. It can be also very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and it's, it can be, it's clean, but also makes adults think about existential stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Pixar hasn't really done that. Um, there is, well, mm-hmm. sorry.
2: Um, you, you just watched up today, yeah, yeah, right? You said you just watched up okay. today. Mm-hmm. I watched up today. And yet you say that Pixar doesn't make you think about existential things. That,
1: let me, let me, let me, let me, uh. Um, spoiler, the white, white dies like um. 15 minutes into the movie pretty devastating that it's is all,
2: another hot take it's, I have. it's all about um, achieving dreams and you've all seen it yeah, more yeah. Than likely. um i just think that pixar
1: has caught it up with this animation is not only for kids thing way later um and that's a reason why i love ratatouille because it doesn't seem like it's only for kids the way it's uh set out the way the plot structure is, is not is not simple. It's very complicated and kind of builds on each other, um, and kinda of goes in different ways in character building.
2: It's rat making food.
1: But if it's that then it could have ended where he uh he makes the soup, he fixes the soup, no, and then he, he doesn't end there. As a rat making there. Then it could have ended with him and Linguini. Okay. Yeah, but then it becomes a lot more than that. Um uh,
0: so I will I will say, uh just as a just to, to get some background, uh, the one Studio Ghibli movie I've seen. We don't need this background. I assume assume I all. I, 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 no, I just yes, it was a, uh, I saw it in a Spanish class my junior of high school. So it is, uh, it's originally in Spanish. Uh, yes, yes. Straight voice, away is originally sorry, in Spanish. <laughs> originally in uh, Japanese, but it is, uh, it was dubbed in Spanish. With so no subtitles. With no subtitles. So it was. It's uh, wild. It was. It was originally published in a language I do not speak, <laughs> and uh, then it was dubbed into a language that I can barely speak. Uh, and so I did not say that it's not exactly a very linear movie, and I had very much trouble understanding it. And it was not a great time. I was also very stressed out because there was a. I had an exam that I was preparing for, like a conversation with my Spanish teacher. It was very. So you did not that. see this movie. I really did not. I, I would say I, I was not necessarily in the best environment to absorb this movie as much as I should have. That being said, uh Pixar basically defines like a lot of my love for movies comes from my love for Pixar. Uh and uh it defines a lot of how I view the world. And I think I've actually cried more as an adult in Pixar movies than I have as a child. Fair. And so I uh can't really, you know, share you know share much about about Studio Ghibli because I've only again seen the one movie uh, dubbed in Spanish. Uh, but like, I don't. I think the the criticism that Pixar does not deal in adult themes. Maybe I'm just a child. Could well probably. That's no, funny. no, that's
1: not what I'm saying. I'm saying a lot of Pixar movies now do. Yeah, like Wally Up. Uh, they're all dealing yeah. with very adult themes. Yes, I think
2: visually Studio Ghibli pulls Pixar's pants down. Yeah, quite frankly, that is also
1: that is another thing I was going to say.
2: <laughs> um and. What a what an expression he is.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I was just gonna overlook it because yeah. he was agreeing with me for once, yeah, yeah. and so I was like, "Oh, no, wait, wait. I, I just um, agree. yeah, this. agree with yeah." Go I will agree say it myself. Board. Studio Ghibli pulls Let's Pixar's go. pants down. Gosh, visually, Vis- yeah. visually, that yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there goes our advertising revenue. Um, <laughs> what? Okay, cool. <laughs> Please listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, yeah. It's it's also just beautiful. The the art style is beautiful. It's so intricate. Um, a lot of Pixar is just it's not saying Pixar. isn't beautiful. It's very. It's it's influenced a whole a uh, whole generation of uh yeah. of how uh animated movies look. Yeah. Um, and it's all it's credit literally to, changed the game, See, it, it, like computer animation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not. That's not to. I'm not saying that. It's yeah. just, Pixar films happen to be very, very rounded very uh kind of quite simple in in texture yeah um but then they talk about things like death and growing up yeah which is like a little weird i'm just kidding no it's not weird it's great um yeah I'm like losing your dad what's that like Ooh, onward man onward. i did not like onward anyways we're not going to talk about it we're not going to talk about it. i know how much you love i'm pointing at andrew i know yeah. how much you're so love. So we going to move
2: um onward to the next um, nice, nice nice yeah i hate you gotta keep it relevant? Yeah. Alright, so uh, my next. Well, wait, did you talk about the medium thing? I mean, it's
1: like everyone thinks Same it's idea. a Everything, everyone thinks like it's a kid, like an animated f- film is a- automatically in the genre of a kid's movie. Yeah. It's for kids. Um, I really think that like animated movies, if it's good enough, should be nominated for Best Oscar, and it has. Like three times. Best Pictures, it has. Um, I think, like, even in this Two of Oscar- movies being Pixar movies for the record. Yeah, we don't yeah. know what the nominations are right how now. Many, how many did but- you see one? We're Fat Zero. Ooh. Ooh. It's because Oscar's big racist. Um, uh, They hate
2: uh, Asian people. Wow. Um, Wow. Can I pull the race card? Wow. uh, I'm Korean. Um, Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) He
0: actually pulled out of his card a card out of his pocket and said I'm Korean. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: it also had the uh, Korean flag in the background. Totally. Nice. Um, Anyways, yeah, I think it should win Best Picture. It should be nominated, especially because it's 10 films now. I thought Pinocchio by Guillermo del Toro was great. Um, I think he should be nominated for Best Picture, but it's
2: probably not, which wow. sucks. But um, don't they have a Best Animated Picture? Yes. They well, well, why would? Well, why do I have Best cinematography? So you're, you're moving to like delete, get rid of the. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, so you think they should have a Best Animated?
0: On- no, 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 no. He's saying that he wants the he wants Pinocchio to be nominated for for both for both, just like how
1: how uh, Parasite sure. was nominated for both international film and Best Picture, and okay. how all, right. I'm all films are both director and best picture. Anyway, sure. Right.
0: Definitely understand. Okay. So my, uh, similar to we're moving onward. I'm using that joke again. Uh, is that, uh, the live action film, uh, of not a live action adaptation of the film, beauty and the beast, which is actually the first animated movie ever nominated for best picture with beauty and the beast in it's the really early nineties is a fantastic movie. Uh, the live action version of this film sucks Hot garbage. It is okay. Straight, okay. Yeah, it is straight trash. I'm alone here. Yeah, this is the this is sure. live, this is where Andrew and I are going to fight about this. This movie uh, adds nothing to society except for the song "Evermore," which is great. Ooh, by uh, Josh Groban. That uh, one. That yeah, version the, the the Josh Groban version good. is amazing. It does make it does not make up for all of the various atrocities that are present throughout the film. I will ask and you though. If, yes. what, did the, what did the live action Cinderella add? No, so I was going to expand the stake into saying that all of them are bad. Oh, so, all of them are bad. So, so I could, but here's here's my other point: is that the only one that anyone has ever talked to me about is the live action Beauty and the Beast, which is why I think this is a particular soapbox for me because people I think are more likely to concede that like the live action Aladdin is hot garbage. I don't think anyone's disagreeing with that, no. but the the people that the, I there's a large group of people that I've talked to that are on they're just on some weird island somewhere that's like, you know what? The live-action Beauty and the Beast is great and it's better than the original. And that is just flat out just wrong. So needless like, to say, you're excited for The Little Mermaid. I'm not excited for that. <laughs> uh
1: you insane. can sing.
0: Uh, I'm just very... I'm not excited for it. No, <laughs> I'm not excited. First of all, I freaking love the original Little Mermaid.
2: That movie is awesome. Quite good. Quite I watched
1: good. it a lot of times.
0: It's freaking... It's mm. so good.
2: If I'm going to offer two words to the defense of The Live-Action Beauty yes. Yeah. Emma Watson.
0: Yeah, and let me tell two you two words, words. Two words why it's... Emma Watson. <laughs> let me let me tell you two words of why it sucks. Emma
2: Watson. She cannot sing. Well, you wouldn't know it from the auto tune. Yes, again, Which she is cannot. Terrible. It is. Yes. It is pretty heinous. Yes, uh, it's hard to get through. Yes. Um, I I don't know. I've all first of all, uh, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite princess like story. Belle. Really? Wow.
0: Whoa. So first of all, this is a side point, but the Beauty and the Beast story is incredibly problematic. Where he she has Stockholm
1: syndrome, Stockholm
0: syndrome, and she only falls in
2: love with him because he gives her a library.
1: Yup. Sure. Yeah,
2: sure. And uh, he's it's also,
1: like 17
2: when he gets. It's also problematic so like, because like she didn't know he was going to turn back into a Also, band, is
1: fine. all the all the, 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 the no, but I will the, say the, the, the cups and stuff are living in cupboards, not in the beds. Where are their beds? Why aren't they still sleeping in their beds? That's all I have to say. That's not
2: the most. All right. No, they're different. Um, I will. So what I like about the story is that every, most other um, princess movies and yeah. all those are about falling in love with the prince. Why? For various things about him. You know, Entangled it's because... It's well, Flynn Rider's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I Who's the best Ryan. Disney princess? Yes, yes. yes. well, yeah, absolutely, that's see, the only. Who's not falling in love with Flynn Rider,
0: see, only... with Flynn Rider see, see, right that's now? That's fair. That's fair. That's not. That to that's me. not what I should have brought yeah, up. I should have
2: So some of the older keep, stuff. Keep, right? keep that mess off. Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. So some of the older ones, right? Um Somebody she washes up on a beach, and this man sees her alone on a beach and says, "Hey, let's go back to my house." Isn't that bad? (laughs) To meet his parents. That's
1: totally fine. That's
2: awful. She barely knows English. She is naked on the beach. No, she's not. not She's
1: got clothes on.
2: No, she doesn't. Yeah, I thought she had clothes on. No, she has the seashells. I cannot remember. She has the seashells. Period. That's it. And Anyway. That's fine. That's that movie.
0: Oh, my Um, God.
2: And then she falls in love with him because he's the first dude she sees. Also, like, he's super awesome. He's got his own ship. Because no, like, and then, and then he also like kills the. Also, they they spend a lot of time together. Yeah, they sure, do. fine, fine. Yeah, but, Cinderella- so but again, but again, but again, that's because. With me now. Yeah, it's a great yeah. Sure, sure, that's fine. But that's after he is the oh, first boy. man that she sees, and then Cinderella, it's the freaking prince. It's about his status, okay? It's about his status, and that's why she falls in love with him. But in Beauty and the Beast, it's not He's about also his status. Preserve. yes
1: it's not about status it's about the library it's, it's also- about getting what she wants i disagree okay, so i disagree here's here's my problem with you explaining this is that you have not
0: explained why the live action version is any good at all oh <laughs> no i'm not saying <laughs> i'm not saying
1: it adds the story at all <laughs> yeah, it's like just not. he just loves emma watson yeah it's like yeah. well i go
2: sit for two hours and watch emma watson in a pretty dress that's yes wow wow what you know what? No, I, that's I, fun look, that's fun i appreciate look if 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 that is if people
0: that think that that think that this movie is good are would just come out and say that I, I you know what that's fine you know what own that but for me uh, I'm sticking with the original till I die and then, the original is very very good yeah and the new one sucks but so
2: I'll will I'll stand by that um, all right uh, all right so for my next one um, I'm going to talk about my favorite actor. Um, favorite and, actor obviously by favorite actor that makes me want to say best mm-hmm. and vice versa um, Timothy Shalman how'd you know love well, <laughs> uh, me some Shalman no I do not I just definitely don't Shimi Shimi Yash Shimi Yash Shimi uh, so I'm gonna talk shimmy. about Christian Bale um, so I think I mentioned this before about respecting and just kind of enjoying seeing like what goes into method acting versus your traditional acting like Again, like we talked about, Leonardo DiCaprio, super talented. Really cool to see him do that. But just the the overall kind of dedication that method actors put into their craft is just it's second, to none really. And so I think, yeah, maybe not my favorite, but just the one I think is the best is um, Christian Bale. I just think if you look at the way. So first of all, it's really cool to like listen to the directors who work with him, and like it's very impressive when his first big movie was American Psycho, and he could make himself. It's, st- it's not true. Really? He was in the Newsies. Oh, okay. He was yeah. also
1: in uh, Empire of
2: something. The Sun? A,
1: uh, Empire of the Sun.
0: Okay, well,
2: I guess when his career really took off. Because this was like a
0: career breaker bust sure, for I you. remember seeing him in the Newsies in eighth grade. And, uh, well, no one worked. cares about what you see. Yeah. This is Andrew No, no, I'm yeah. just saying it almost ruined the Batman for me. Because he was like the main that's guy for the Newsies. That's He's fair. He's not a good singer then he was Batman. Yeah, that's was, right. It, the t- Batman is better
2: than the Dark Knight. It was Anyways. just a hurdle to... Wow, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Um... So, I just think, like, just hearing about how he could make himself sweat at the same point of every scene that they were doing, like, just how much he puts his body through. So, he started out um, getting very, very bulky for American Psycho. You know, he's very, like, vain into how he looked. Um, you he know, very low body fat, like, very, very huge. Um, then he shrunk down to, like, emaciated for The Machinist, which is also a very, very good movie. I mean, he was, like, dangerously low body weight for about two weeks. They only filmed for two weeks because it was so dangerous. Trying to be that uh, low in weight, um, and then he went right back up for uh, Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. He was very big in that um, physically. He was just like very built, and then he uh, kind of became a little bit more normal for the Prestige. He wasn't like physically impressive, but he wasn't like yeah. super shrunk. Mm-hmm.
0: But he did he did play
2: two of himself. Which is incredible, yeah. He, did. he
0: duplicated himself and did. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Like he made a clone of himself. Yeah, he cloned himself. Well, wait a minute. No, yeah. that's the other guy. That's the other guy. Sorry, uh,
2: oops, spoiler alert. Anyway, um, spoilers. Gosh, darn started. <laughs> uh, and then he got big again for the Dark Knight, and he became very bulky again. Yeah. Then he got shrunk again for the Fighter, which is a movie he did with Mark Wahlberg about. Um, he's kind of like fighters. The Fighter. He's the brother, um, and he's like a drug addict and stuff, and he's just very emaciated again. Not quite to the level of the machinist, but yeah. still. Then he goes back up to being, uh, the Dark Knight Rises again, just very big. Then he goes, um, and is fat for American Hustle and has quite, you know, a paunch. And then he's in the Hostiles, as kind of a regular looking dude. And then he's back to being big again in Vice great movie and so again that's the only one on the list I haven't seen yeah I you have seen Vice no oh my gosh and so I love the lengths that Christian Bale goes to to prepare for the roles and then just how convincing he is in everything he's done yeah um, and again he's had a bad year and a half um, to be Amsterdam. he Amsterdam to be fair he was great in Amsterdam he was good in Amsterdam he was the best part of Amsterdam that yes. movie still stuck John David Washington was so flat and Christian Bale was so much better yeah, yeah. I
1: thought you guys liked Amsterdam
2: I wow Okay, I thought it was fun. Um
1: I I don't like Amsterdam. I did you actually think we liked it? You guys were, were I, I backing to... on me for not liking it. I saw no, it was
0: fine. Yeah, yeah. That's that's anyway, for that for that cast. I mean I'm glad you better. guys came
2: around. I liked the other ships getting hit by the car. Let's yeah, that's on. the best part of the movie. Okay. Um uh, and so then yeah, so Amsterdam and then Pale Blue Eye, which I heard wasn't good, and then Thor Love and Thunder, which his performance was good, but again, just a lackluster movie all around.
0: Kind of movie. But if you take away that last year and a half, small of his, soapbox, I actually like that movie. But anyway, yeah.
2: Here. If you take away that last year and a half of his films, um, he's just like an impressive guy in terms of what he'll put his body through, and then just how good he is in his movies. Like Ford vs. Ferrari was his last, like really really good one. I loved that movie, and um, yeah, it was a, it was a not a great year for him. But other than that, he's definitely I think um, one of the best actors in the game. And I think I haven't seen enough of Daniel Day Lewis. Much to Dave's chagrin, but Darn. I think he's the best. You took what I was gonna say. I think he's the best method actor that I know of.
1: Okay, that you know of. Okay, it's. I agree.
2: It's DDL. Yeah, it's, it's Dan. Daniel Day-Lewis. It's, it's clearly. I haven't Daniel seen enough. I've only seen uh, There Will Be Blood. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think There Will Be Blood is just enough.
2: No, no, like, it's
1: not. no, 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 no. Have you seen him in Lincoln? Like. Also, Phantom Thread.
0: Also, uh, yeah, he's just, also My Left Foot. My left foot is yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. He's incredible in Lincoln. Also, the fact that like he was like texting as President Lincoln, I just find that that's <laughs> <such> a hilarious
1: <laughs> anecdote. Or like in My Left Foot, where he like made the crew carry See, him Yeah, that's less even difficult. after the scene was over. Yeah, it's less fun, but I still find it yeah. very funny.
0: Yeah, it's still more of like a come on, dude. Like, we we really? Doing He's this? committed, man. Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, I love Christian Bale. Um, I think that sometimes method actors commit too much where the pleasure yeah or exactly. sure so, sure but it's more of like they they the the entire draw of the movie is that they've changed their body and so it's like the plot itself doesn't really matter it's
2: really what they've done in order to fit into that character
0: matters i see that
2: but yeah. i don't know of any of his that have fallen prey to that besides his newer stuff yeah Sorry,
1: uh, I when you said Heath Ledger, I immediately thought of Jared Leto, and when he played Joker, <laughs> and like stories of him like sending uh Margot Robbie like rats. just trying to be the Joker. That's And, was, and yeah, how yeah. bad he was at
2: that? Because he is technically method actor, and like in Morbius, <laughs> it's he was like so disabled. Funny. In um, oh, so funny. It's so funny. So anyway, I just think that, that it's so interesting to me to see the commitment, and I do think that's like a that's a caution to method acting. Is like yeah. But I don't know of any that have, like, specifically fallen prey to that that are like, underwhelming and only got attention because of what he did. Like, I would say everything he's in, specifically everything he pushes his body to yeah. the limits for, is very, very good. Yeah, but, like,
0: I don't think... I think a lot of the times, I think when people think of those types of method actors, they think primarily of what they did and not they're like, as part of the performance. But I don't really consider that part of the performance, necessarily. Where it's, like, know, like... For example, like, something we've talked about a bit... Not on the pod, but like Austin Butler as Elvis, very clear example of method acting. But like I don't know how much of that is actually like he's his, faking the. He's aspect. also
2: definitely faking the
1: accent. By yeah, I watched it. Oscar soulmate. Yeah, I think. just,
0: I just don't. That's some of the, some of that stuff where it's like, oh my gosh, they're exactly like this person, and it's like, sure, that's true, that's really great, but like, just because you lose a bunch of weight doesn't mean I'm going to give you an Oscar, or I, but, I, I think you deserve an Oscar. So then I, I think you can yeah.
2: say too is like, in a way, um Austin Butler quote unquote not being able to get unstuck from being Elvis yeah. is showing him not being a good method actor because I agree. Because Christian Bale moved on to roles like that. That's true. And he would he would be done yeah. with Batman and go right back down to being skinny. And he'd be done yeah. with that mm-hmm. and get right back to being like a freaking bodybuilder. And then go from that and look paunchy. You know, it's okay. like he just ride movie after the other. <laughs> yeah. And so it's really interesting to see that. And so I think you could make an argument that like people who um fall victim to that of not being able to get like unstuck are just not good method yes. actors. I Maybe agree. I'm inclined.
0: I buy that argument. Also, like
1: he's a good actor. Is he he won
0: an Oscar?
2: I don't think so. I don't think
0: so. I don't think think Bale's won an Oscar. He's definitely got nominated. You know, he's definitely got nominated. I don't know if he's won one, which just raises some questions about like, can he be the best
2: method actor if he won an Oscar? Right, because Joaquin Phoenix and The Joker was amazing. Yeah, and again. I think maybe the his weight did play a point of like getting people to see the movie, but then people saw it and were like, "Oh yes. my gosh!"
1: Yeah, he did win uh, several.
2: What did he win? Oh no, he didn't win. Yeah, he was nominated. nominated. He yeah, was he's nominated. gotten lots of.
1: Um, he was actually won for best supporting role in the Fighter.
2: Oh he won yeah, that, hey, so yeah,
1: everything else he was
2: nominated. In. That's okay. sad. Um, so he's won an Oscar. For- he, definitely, <laughs> he definitely deserves it. Um. And again, it's it's really interesting too. Um, to your point of the Dark Knight, him being a kind of a supporting actor to Heath Ledger in that. Yeah. Even though in a way, like technically, Heath Ledger was a supporting role. He won. Apple, won an Oscar for best supporting. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but in a way, the movie ended up slanting a lot towards the Joker. All that we've already talked about it, but I just it's do my think movie. I just so so I have such a deep respect and a deep like admiration for that kind of work and the things that those people do.
0: Yeah, I definitely. I think mean, that's not necessarily a huge
2: soapbox, but uh, I just yeah. really love Christian Bale, yeah, and yeah. it's kind of a juxtaposition of the um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's I
0: think yeah, it's definitely helpful to kind of have the both, but yeah. uh, so snobby.
1: Dave, yeah, Dave, are you are you out? No. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I'm out. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think uh, something that we would all kind of agree on. I think positivity is a great. Note I think it's a on. great. You're right. Let's end with a happy ending, shall yeah. we?
0: Uh, so. This is a movie that's, I just got that with the La La Land. I hate you. Yeah. Anyways. Nice. I'm really great at segues. Um, so uh, this, this hot, this soapbox is not necessarily something again that any of us will disagree with. Uh, this is some, this is just a movie that I don't think gets any love at all. Like I don't think it's talked about that much, but this movie was a big part of my childhood. I think it kind of gets swept under the rug like a weird time for Disney, but uh, Meet the Robinsons is a top tier Disney movie great it is high key slept on it is so awesome it's fun it's original it's funny still funny ages really well for adults got a really great message and it's just like fun it's a great no it's so i I remember i watched it at first i watched it in 3d when i was a kid it was the first movie i ever saw in 3d i remember like the opening scene was in 3d yeah, it was co- oh, wow. it was cool because you uh, like on the opening scene. Oh, where, yeah, like, that. Yeah, where like they drops him off in the box uh-huh. and there's like the rain coming down. It oh, was like really
1: cool. Uh, yeah. uh, I actually didn't see this movie in, in theaters. Before. Wow, wow. Um, anyway, so this I is a great movie. The yeah. Frog
2: Goodfellas.
1: Yes, The Frog Goodfellas is so it's so funny. great. Yeah, Where are like you have the
0: Sinatra frog. That's yep. awesome. Yep. Yeah the the soundtrack of this movie's incredible. Rob mm-hmm. Thomas Little Wonders mm-hmm. is a fin. also the sol- dad is freaking Tom Selleck. Yeah, randomly. Yes, well yeah, yeah. Tom Selleck, it's great. There's yeah. a bit that comes back to. He's awesome. Yeah, Cornelius. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it ends with a Walt Disney quote, which is really cool. Yeah. Kind of, they sum it up the Disney what stuff. What was the quote? Uh, it's keep moving it? forward. That's it's at the end it's an end of a Walt Disney quote. Yep. So they r- loop that and at the same time it's got a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's got a great plot. It's it's really fun if you like if you have kind of an eclectic family. You really yep. connect to this movie, yep. where like everything's kind of all over the place.
1: It's hilarious how Andrew disagrees.
0: Of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, if you, the, it's it's really it's 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 endearing. It's wonderful. It is. I think it is kind of it was it came at a weird point for Disney where like they kind of like kind of outsourced a lot of their good animated movies to Pixar at mm. the time, and so this movie kind of got swept on the rug a bit, but like there's, it's a story of redemption. It's a story of triumph. It's a time travel. So that's kind of neat. Uh, and ultimately about one kid um, trying to figure out if there's really like, you know, is there hope for his future? And uh, I just think that's really cool to kind of see, you know, how much, how, if we continued with what, if we knew how the, our story ended, how would that impact how we live today? Mm. Uh, and that movie really reflects on that and yeah. so um, and also like the importance of treating people well not knowing how it'll fact impact them in the future
1: yeah um, I, I also love this movie yeah. Um, yeah, this is my childhood movie I yeah. watched this and uh, Sound of Music whenever I went to my wow. grandma's house oh, that's, that's awesome,
2: awesome. so oh, I you know, so robots that's another classic oh yeah I love that I piece. don't
1: not like robots yeah, oh, yeah
2: definitely not even,
0: cl- not even close to as good as no it's thing. not
2: but Robin Williams is great yeah so basically, Anyways, yeah.
1: Um, I think this movie is kind of swept under the rug because of how like different and weird it is. Yeah, but it's definitely a very weird. It's movie. weird, but I yeah. like it. Um, it's a fun weird. It's a good weird. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I got a big head. But, but I kind of want like this to be like like my movie. Like I don't want like a lot of people to know about it.
0: But I think I think people that are like I think more people should go and see this movie. Or it's like, look, it's on Disney Plus. If you have Disney Plus, pull it up. It's not a long movie. Yeah. and you'll come out and you'll be like, oh, like I
1: want to be quirky for liking this movie
0: look it's just yeah. like a movie and not be quirky about it. Fine, oh, but I just, I just want it's a really great movie I don't think people I, I think people that would watch it would really enjoy it and so that's kind of like a end note where it's like look if you didn't see this movie see the movie and yeah. it's awesome and you'll enjoy it and you'll be glad that you did I'm glad we agree on that in this, can we in agree in on soapbox, that yeah. yeah yes great well good stuff Thank you all for uh, for listening, for tuning in uh, yeah. for episode four of the Real
1: Bad Takes podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea what we're going to do next week for episode five. Yes. I think it might be rom com. We're we recording this early, but um, I don't know. Stay tuned. We got a lot of really mm-hmm. cool um, stuff. follow our follow our letterbox. Yes, uh, mine is Schlumped thirty two. It is also on our link tree yeah we um, are just then, follow Instagram with that or yeah follow our Instagram yeah. uh, follow our uh, blog page yeah um, there's only one blog on there right now soon to be two soon to, soon be, to two. be two maybe more by when this podcast comes out hopefully yep. mm-hmm. we got um, some
0: we got some really great we're trying to do this like kind of expand as much as we can on socials and other stuff just to basically have as much fun as we possibly can while doing this thing yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna put out some blog posts we're gonna you know make some fun Instagram posts we're yeah. just like goofing off trying to have a good time with this mm. and just more just trying to entertain ourselves yeah rather than like, it is it is quite entertaining I it is say. quite entertaining i hope you guys are as entertained as much as, as we are ourselves yeah so um yeah thanks for uh thanks for tuning in thanks for yeah. tuning thanks in for for, this for, has yeah.
1: been real bad take we'll